As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is an Audiomint original. Students in Laurie are often stymied by the city's unusual version of history class. Some eras are awash in detail, some are little more than a title and some conjecture. Still, other chapters in their history books contradict and overlap each other, making history less of a single unbroken line and more of a loose pile of sticks held together with tape. The next generation would find the current era both easier to study and harder to parse. Turning the pages of their textbooks, they find a title, an age, nothing else but blank white space. Welcome back to Blank City Nowhere, an actual play anthology podcast with many games, many voices, and one weird world. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. My pronouns are he, they, and joining me today for our final finale game of season one, finishing up our time in Laurie with, I'm sure, uh, a, a big finale, we have Catley Hong. Hello, Catley Hong here with pronouns she, they. William Quant. Hello, it William. Uh, I am the he, hims. Brooke Aaron Smith. Hi, it's Brooke. I use she, her pronouns. And Kelsey Woods. And it's Kelsey with she, her as well. So we are putting the the closed sign on old Laurie after this game where we're closing up the shop, putting the the chairs on the tables and turning out the lights. Uh, But before that, we have one more game to play. Today we are playing Catch the Devil by Sage Latora, which is a game that describes itself as a game of suspense in the late Anthropocene, a word I had to look up the pronunciation of today. Uh, So before we get into how we play this, let's look at the description of the game in its own words. If we could all turn to the page that says what this is in the PDF, should be on like page three. Two, two and three. And I'll read the first paragraph and then we can sort of pass it around. 
This is the late Anthropocene, the current geological age where human activity is the dominant influence on the world around us. Humanity has had a good run, but it's winding down now. The late Anthropocene is the world around you right now. This is a game you're going to play with your friends. You'll all take part in creating and inhabiting fictional people caught up in the, in the last sputtering coughs of the human age. You'll see how their lives play out when something pulls them into the darker, the dark inner workings of the world we see every day by having a conversation about who they are, what they're doing, and why they're doing it. These rules will guide that conversation to keep it on track and to add an element of the unknown. The characters you play will be normal people like you and me. Just as we don't have any control over some aspects of who we are, your character won't be entirely made by you. Think of them as someone pulled from the phone book. And just as we aren't always completely in control of our emotions or our responses to them, sometimes you won't have complete control of your character. The world our characters inhabit is like our own. But with our darkest fears for what our society may do made concrete and let, the, and let run wild, your characters will face the same things you fear, but may more real than real. The rules will tend to mean things do not turn out well for our characters. The future is always ungiven, but they face the widening gyre of the late Anthropocene. May someone have mercy on their souls. So, as you can probably tell by the tone of that, this is going to be a fairly horror-tinged game. Now might be a good time to check the episode description for some content warnings and see if this is going to be a ride you feel like you want to take with us or not. And if not, then we'll... Uh, see you in the next game and why don't you go back and listen to us hang out on the farm or be uh, paranormal high schoolers again those are fun so yeah so why don't we go ahead and meet the characters so player characters are represented by a few key concepts that each player tracks on their character sheet stats indicate how well actions turn out for a character a combination of their skill ability and luck Moves describe specific rules that kick in when certain actions happen. History is everything else about a character, where they're from, who they're related to, etc. Every character has four stats, quick, steady, sharp, and tough, which relate to certain like elements of their personality. Quick is more about like reaction time and quick thinking. Steady is about composure under duress. Sharp measures a character's attention and reasoning, and tough measures a character's physical strength and endurance. Each, uh, not each stat, there are also four moves, take a risk, study, keep it together, and suffer harm, which are more or less self-explanatory in the name, although they do have greater explanations, so I'm sure we'll get into. Each move can be wounded, and you don't really have health in this game, it's just that when all four of your moves end up wounded, you are dying, and I get to decide when you are fully dead. Um, so that'll be fun. So yeah, so let's go ahead and meet these characters. Uh, Catch the Devil has a really interesting mechanic where you can just sort of randomly generate your character by rolling a bunch of dice um, and seeing what you get beyond you know having to come up with a name yourself. So some of us are opting to do that. Some of the, us have pre-rendered our character. So who would like to introduce their character first? I will. Great. So I was going to play today as my very first character, Percival Jones. I was going to bring him back, and I've just decided I'm not going to do that. So. So, oh, my God. Wow. I, I just looked at the character sheet at who you are playing. I told Ryan, this is, okay, I've switched back and forth several times oh, on who goodness. I was going to play. 
So today I'll be playing as Teddy Montgomery. This is the third Teddy I've created in, in this season. Um, but as I've said before, I think Teddy is a perfect name. So I don't want to change it. So I'm playing as Teddy Montgomery, who uses he, him pronouns. He is nine years old. Oh my God. He's the town paper boy of Laurie. His family is atheist slash agnostic. Um, not actively. I would say they just don't care very much. Sure. But when asked, and if it's someone important, they'll follow the bird religion. Okay. They'll yeah, step they, they in can line. Talk the talk, yeah. Yeah. So for Teddy, he has one sharp, zero tough. One quick and negative one steady, because I feel like as a nine-year-old, yeah. his emotions are not fully matured. Who among us was steady as a nine-year-old? Yes. <laughs> Certainly not me. Um, I have some questions to ask a character, um, oh, but I might, okay. I'll might i wait to do these until we've met everyone, actually. So, great. Thank you, Teddy. Great to meet you. Yes. Uh, and you're from Laurie originally? Yes. Is that right? Born, born and raised. Born and bred, all nine years. Um, uh-huh. Perfect. Great. Who would like to go next? Thank you, Teddy. Great to meet you, small child. So, because he's nine, he has only lived in a world since Larius was murdered. Yeah, he has never lived in the world. He's only ever lived in the world that happened after our ground itself game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where, the, where the birds were craving human flesh. Yes. A, a thing that has not come up in any other game. Uh, but, you know, I assume has been happening in the background. <laughs> There's always a chance today. There's always something. Yeah, you never know. Uh, great. Never know. What's he, what do you look like, Teddy? What's your... What's Teddy's your, what's a regular nine-year-old like? kid. He's sort of a slight guy, you know. He's, he's thin, a little lanky because he's nine. Mm-hmm. He has brown hair. He looks like your everyday kid. Great. Just a kid brand kid. You wouldn't really, like, if you saw him in a crowd, you'd be like, oh, average kid. Okay. There's yeah. nothing special about Teddy. Yet. I was going to say, we'll I was going to say there's yeah. a big old butt waiting right there. <laughs> Wait till he sprouts a scorpion tail for no reason. <laughs> well, it can't be because I said no bugs or arachnids or something else, but yeah. Well, the tail, is, you, the tail is fine. Yeah, the, the tail's fine. The tail's got yeah, no yeah. legs. Yeah. It's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> Your Honor, the tail was fine, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, who else wants to introduce their character next? I can introduce mine. Hi, uh, this game, I'm going to be playing Simplicity Taylor. And Great name. she is 32 and 32 weeks pregnant. Uh, and uh, currently, she her faith is still in the church of venerating the gull. Um, so, bird religion. Uh, she's a seamstress, and uh, she was born in the Lari capital. Her family's been in that town for as long as Lari's been a thing. Okay, cool. So just starting the or like early into the second half of her life, and with a kid on the way. Mm-hmm. Cool. So the horror game has a pregnant woman and a child in it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> good, good, good. Let's dive in, folks. We Great. understood the assignment. Um, so seamstress. Yeah, we we knew exactly what. What we were doing here today. I'm excited. <laughs> Great. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Simplicity. Uh, do you have any like physical descriptions for us to go off for simplicity? Um, simplicity is a pretty laid back. She likes to be play it really low key. Um, mm-hmm. She's got her hair pulled back into a ponytail and it's about mid length past her shoulders. Um, cool. She her feet tend to swell, so she tries to sit when she can, and uh, mm-hmm. she'll busy herself with some kind of uh, craft work whenever she's seated. 
cool. Oh, and uh, her husband's been missing for a couple weeks now. Oops. Oh, okay. (laughs) Forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Incredible. Just one more thing. Uh, Where's your husband been for the past few weeks? (laughs) Don't know. Trying to figure it out, but also hold down the job. Oh, lordy, lordy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Thank you. All right, so, Kelsey, let's meet your character. All right, my character is Emerald Blue but they go by M. Um, Their pronouns are they, them, and they are gender fluid. Um, Their stats are one sharp, minus one tough, one quick, and zero steady. So that'll be fun. Um, (laughs) uh, Their parents' faith, so... M is in the family of um, the murdered Larius all that time ago, Ariel Blue, who was the daughter who um, went missing kind of all that time ago. She Mm -hmm. uh, left Laurie and uh, M grew up in whatever landlocked country is just over the Laurie mountain border. Right, we know there's like a mountainous uh, place north of the, the city, which also yeah. might be Cat. Is that where Ruby Rocks was from? From the wrestling but game, Sistoni. Yeah, she's from one of the yeah Sistoni. Mm-hmm. Sistoni. Mm-hmm. So if that's that might be the same place that uh, I think M is it from. it might be. Um, it might not be, but yeah. Who knows? They're in their um, mid thirties. They've emigrated to Laurie within like the last two years via the the mountains, but they live mm-hmm. now in the Parliament District. Um, they are an author, and they're known for their kind of speculative high fantasy series based off of their parents' stories of Laurie from growing up there. Um, and I feel oh, okay. like the way that they kind of write about the sea and the gulls comes very naturally for someone who's not born and bred in Laurie and it kind of bothers them a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but there's definitely <laughs> uh they're they're definitely very curious and feel called about this place and have come to Laurie to kind of understand why that might be. Great. And for some of you at home who might be trying to do the math, because uh, how old is M approximately? M's like mid thirties. Mid thirties, yeah. So you may be wondering wasn't this only like 10 years after uh hilarious got murdered uh my answer is like yeah weird yeah it is weird isn't it anyway um because the thing that i don't know if the the people on this call have like gone through the notes or listened to the the tracks yet but like at the end of the hotel clarity game there was a little bit of a time um oopsie where some people left that magic hotel and and several several many unnamed years had passed when it should have been only a few days so time is a little soft right now which makes sense for why m is here uh having grown up and lived a full life already yeah um well i mean is it a full life who knows now that they're back in glory who's to say yeah um but in terms of appearance um, I was very, very much feeling like a girl with a dragon tattoo type monochrome, like think blazer mm. with a sweatshirt, but the hood's always up kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's Great it. to meet you, Em. Thank you, Em. Uh, bu- bu- bu. William, would you like to, uh, William's going to do this live on air. <laughs> so 
Hell bet. yeah. Uh, William, do you have your... Uh, mm-hmm. Are you going to do all the other stuff first and then add a name for this person, or do you have a name already prepared? Uh, nope, this is... Great. We're picking it all. I, I just distributed the stats, so uh, I know what the DNA of the baby is, but I don't know what mm-hmm. the baby is. <laughs> yes! <All right. laughs> Good. So, what are we doing first? Uh, I guess the, 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 the faith is the predominant church. Uh, however, um, it, it's like in a strange church. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. It's mm. strange of the, the church of the venerating call. Um, because there a, are... A lapsed bird worshiper. Y- yes. <laughs> there may be greater wonders out there. Maybe the kaiju is still hanging out out there offshore. <laughs> Yes. That intrigue this individual. Cool. All right. So, is it even gonna? What's what's your pronouns gonna be? Uh, Let's find little out, homie. If you even gonna be, I don't even know how old they gonna be either. Uh, it's she, her. That's a two. All right. Good to meet her. Hey there. It's a girl. Great. Uh, where? Where are you from? Um, you know what? I, yeah, I'm going to roll for the uh, actual country. I'm going to... Yeah. Now, Lari is not on this list it, because it, it is not. Tora doesn't know what that's about. But, you know. It is not, but I think that makes it even funnier. Yeah, let um, me know if you want to replace one or just, like, see, screw it. Let's see where they're from. <laughs> what should I roll for this? That says 2d6s. Uh... I'm gonna roll. You roll one die for country of birth, even though the number is like seven through twelve. But okay, so it's the same. We uh Brazil from Brazil. Okay. Oh, you're a long way from home. <laughs> from <laughs> uh, born directly underneath that one Jesus statue. You know the one at the feet yeah. of that one statue. Uh, they probably moved here when they were an actual child, so they have no memories of Brazil, okay. but are from Brazil. But let the let the record show they're from Brazil. Okay, and now you roll two d sixes for a job, and then you just like take the numbers side by side. Okay. So, yeah. So you have two options. You can decide which one it is. Okay. What do we got? Uh, 55 and a 3, so a financial... So either 53 or 35. Oh, I can Financial manager or kitchen or staff. Kitchen staff. Uh, considering I've already played a character who was kitchen staff, um, <laughs> I will be a financial manager. Uh, actually, I... the book says financial manger, so... Oh, oh, that's okay, actually. <laughs> I, then I am... I'm sure it means, yeah, you know. The, the, the inn in which Jesus, uh was mm-hmm. was born swaddling the, that <laughs> cash um so what are your stats uh we are at zero sharp zero quick minus one steady but plus two tough Ooh. all right william's here to min max william's here to put all his points in the our our, our tank of a financial manager <laughs> Thank God. He's good at and nothing else. He's uh, he's not stable. He's not quick. He's not, or uh, she, excuse me. Mm-hmm. She's not steady. She's not quick. She's not sharp. She's, she's just, she just uh, lifts. Wall Street linebacker here. Uh, <laughs> so. What's her name again? Uh, she ain't got a name yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
love a strong nameless woman. <laughs> yep. She came out in the womb. She just blew into town with our W4s. <laughs> she came out in the womb. the feet of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> she came out in the womb and was like, show me your money. And that's just... Uh, the accountant with no and name. smash. <laughs> the accountant at the end of the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's the only thing. Uh, yeah, I guess her name is last thing left. Crap. Uh, I, we can buy you some time if you want to come back. and We can go around and do the uh, bonds first. Sure, if you would prefer to, to buy time for the mystery manager. Uh, great, so... For bonds, choose another player whose character your character is connected to in some way. That player chooses how you're connected, whether it's biological family, found family slash friends. Uh, create at the end of character creation, they say what's important you share or coworker. You take the role for their question six. They may offer you a similar job, so we can also tweak our stats to make more uh, biological family or coworker things work. So let's go with the order we revealed our characters, I guess. Uh, Brooke, choose another player to forge a bond with. Okay, I think nine-year-old Ted would like to form a bond with future mother, Simplicity Taylor. Great, so Simplicity, what is that bond? Um, He lives in my neighborhood, and I get my newspaper from him. So he's a sweet kid that I I try to keep an eye on. Yeah, Wonderful. Great. All right. Simplicity, choose another person to have a bond with. Um, I'd like to have a bond with, hmm. I, I feel like, hmm, I need to make up for my weaknesses. I didn't mention them, but I'm one sharp, negative one tough, zero quick, and one steady. So I think I'm going to have to have some kind of bond with William's character. You've got the strength of a grown woman and a small baby. Why you tough so? Okay, so bond with William's character. So, William, what bond does your nameless one have with simplicity? Uh, uh, probably. Um, oh, definitely know what this is. Uh, knew the her husband. Okay. Um, mm. I, I assume if she is trying to hold down a job, he was the one with the job beforehand. Uh, therefore, knew how that they were in the know-how of the financial managing. So the family financial manager, but maybe didn't know the pregnant wife as well. Mm-hmm. It's more of like you've just become aware of me because for the past few weeks your friend's been missing. Mm. Yeah, it was you know. Where's my Where's my gym partner? Mm. <laughs> was simplicity? Was your husband a, a gym rat? Was he swole? Um, he he was he was pretty swole. I think that he was one of the. So he's a financial manager, sure. Initially, I thought he was a dock worker, but you know what? Financial manager, a lot more. Hey, mysterious. docs docs have money, so he could be the financial manager for the dock. Very true. Yeah. yeah he ha- yeah, that's a whole season ties. two of The Wire. It's all <laughs> that, about that. That import-export money? It's the best season. So yeah, he, he was a financial manager and he did manage some finances on, on the... Was it the south side that has the docks? Uh, Yes, the or like the coast. Yeah, we didn't coast. give it a cardinal direction, but yeah, the coast. Yeah. All so right. going back, if Teddy lives in your neighborhood, that means Teddy also is in like the parliament district, right? I believe so, but Teddy, yeah. are you? Y- yes, yeah, sure, sure. Or if there's no reason for now. him not to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the game. Cool. Uh, William, who else would you like to have a bond with? 
and even though I'm sure we all want to be nice, you don't don't feel the need to have to have one with um, M just to complete the square. Like someone can be on the outs. That's okay. Hmm. Uh, but it's that or a child. So <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, she the bomb with Teddy. Uh, she don't like Teddy. Okay. <laughs> That's still a bond. Teddy's That's a bond. enemy. Yeah. What if she hate a nine-year-old? She don't like kids. Okay. She really doesn't Just... like kids. Fair. Uh, she's got some real trench bull vibes. She just lifts and doesn't like children. <laughs> it's all right. Teddy's afraid of her. Kids can't no. get gains or make money. <laughs> This is only intensified at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, truly. All right, M. who do you have a bond with out here? I have a bond with my number one focus group fan, Teddy, the child. Oh, man. They love <laughs> all roads I, lead to Teddy. I think M, especially thinking about the, the next kind of book series they're trying to, trying to write, maybe skewing a bit more YA and, you know, is really interested in what Teddy thinks about the world and okay. this fantastic place he's grown up in. Teddy, uh, how's that feel for you? Teddy, he thought it was cool at first. And, then, <laughs> and now he's like, okay, I'll tell you more about my life. Yeah, Emma's literally waiting outside for the paper delivery, being oh. like... <laughs> Let me run this past this kid. <laughs> oh. Kid, I got new pages. You're going to love it. And yeah. he's like, God. So he's like, okay. I just want to play PlayStation. Thanks. Laurie just got the PlayStation 2. We're very excited <laughs> oh, about it. It's, a, it's an era. Yeah. Oh, man. The international embargoes. We're, Teddy, we're hell. Oh we're finally Teddy should be playing it. Guitar like... Hero, not talking to M. <laughs> Yeah. I like that we got Come On Eileen, but we didn't get the PlayStation 2. <laughs> no, we also definitely had, like, I think me and you both had Nintendo Switches in the Wishing Well game. So Nintendo had it in for some reason that Sony didn't. It would. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely would. <laughs> You're telling me Nintendo didn't uh, have those kaiju on the payroll? Yeah. They mm. probably have, they probably got Switches in North Korea. <laughs> They're probably fine. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but they don't have internet connectivity, so yeah, no, so they can't move each other's islands. That's a real I mean, gift North Korea of the Magi. Does, but yeah, but Laurie doesn't have internet. Yeah, of that's course true. not. But I mean, in North Korea, probably doesn't let the switch connect to the internet. Yeah, yeah, those seditious island visits can't be allowed. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know that that's true. I don't want to say bad things about North Korea. I don't know their lives. Sure, none of us have any stakes one way or the other on North Korea. We have no opinions. <laughs> Well, I mean, no. I have my, you know, whatever, but. <laughs> are we getting in the hole or getting out of the hole? What are we doing here? <laughs> What's our official position? Let's figure this out on air. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy's got a, nine, a nine-year-old Teddy has opinions on North Korea. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Okay. Anyway, um, so now I have questions to ask anyone. So feel free to chime in if you think this applies to you. Has your character been in a life or death situation before? Definitely not. Teddy, no. That makes sense. (laughs) 
Um, I, I, Simplicity has been on a boat with her husband, um, mm. and they have been attacked by one of the local monsters. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Good to uh, know. It was a really brisk swim, and it was when they were in their late 20s, mm. so it's been a few years. But you would consider that, like, life or death? Was that, like, a worrying, you can oh, see yeah, the teeth yeah. situation? Yeah, you had to get past the barrier that's um, close to the shore. Um, okay. You will be rolling the wounded version of Take a Risk because you answered yes to that question. That's um, okay. That's not necessarily a bad thing. So what that means is whenever you do the Take a Risk move, you'll roll a d6, and whatever you get is like the version of the move you'll have to answer. And sometimes pressure makes you more effective, so that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, uh, William or Kelsey, have y'all's characters ever been nearly in a near-death situation? Hmm... I would say possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to my opinion is a uh, riptide. Mm. Getting caught in a riptide. Uh, it's not imme- It is dangerous, uh, but there was luckily help very close by very quickly. So okay. it was just a so very you were rescued, but it did happen. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, luck. <laughs> luck was mm-hmm. on was on her side. I'll say that. Great. And what about M? I'm, I wouldn't maybe say life or death, but I definitely think they, uh, the journey to get into Laurie was maybe a little more treacherous than they were expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think perhaps they underestimated the uh, topography of the, the mountain range, but I don't okay. think anything particularly too dire. Yeah, that doesn't sound like life or death, uh, so I think you you do not wound your take a risk. Okay, has your character ever had a life-threatening injury? Teddy has broken his arm before, but I would not consider that would, life-threatening. Yeah, I would also not say that it's life-threatening, so no for Teddy. <laughs> no for M. Okay. Hmm. You're allowed to say no. Don't feel like you have to, like, don't feel like someone has to be mortally injured or anything. It's okay if no one has been. Yeah, I don't think the financial manager has not. She's very careful with her workout routine. Okay. And we think that Simplicity is also playing it safe? Yeah, I think Simplicity hasn't been in many other life or death situations. That makes sense. Uh... Final question, has your character been in the presence of something horrendous? And I think for the purpose of this, I think it does need to be more than just like seeing a sea monster. If you saw like a big son of a gun sea monster, then that's one thing. But I think to to differentiate this from the life or death situation and to also be like in in the broader, weirder things that have happened in Laurie. Like everyone who saw that girl become a werebird in... uh, What's monster, hearts. monster hearts yeah monster hearts. hearts yeah they saw something horrendous <laughs> is, yeah so that's what we mean by horrendous here hmm. um so and i know you just did that wonderful clarification but i so m something that prompted them to kind of make this journey back to laurie um was when their mother died, they mm. were shipped a box of 15 dead seagulls. Fucking, okay. Anonymously. And now, for someone outside of Laurie, 
I would classify that as pretty weird, uh, disturbing. What was the word that you used? Horrendous. Horrendous. Yes, I I think that's pretty horrendous. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think I think that applies, especially since you know you you were not from there. Yeah. So this is new to you. Also, the fact that Ariel Blue is officially dead. Um, yeah, that sounds rough. So yeah, you will be rolling the wounded version of Keep It Together uh, cool. if and when that comes up. That's going to come up. Um, anyone else seen anything horrendous? Absolutely not. <laughs> seen anything horrendous today, kid? <laughs> not yet. Oh, Teddy, your world's going to get rocked. <laughs> Well, I think are we living in we're, we're living in the era if we're adults post maybe seeing uh, the decapitated body of the former Larius. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. would, would that be considered horrendous or is it like mild? I think it is more like things that strain reality. So, like, I think like a a hmm, a presidential assassination is upsetting, but I but don't think it's horrendous. To his use head so, like, was on a stake, though. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, but I guess, like, my question is, were you there that day? Were you up close? Did it happen to you, or was it just, like, news? You know what? It was probably news. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Well, that's a good catch. That's a good point. His head was on a stake. Yep. Oops, my bad. I was thinking about the body. In the parade. (laughs) His his body, his head was missing his body, so yeah. (laughs) That game got away from us. That was a big one. It, that went, the, the game went exactly as it was laid out. It, yeah, as it yeah, it really did. Uh-huh. <laughs> there are uh, no if, if So has Simplicity seen anything besides that? Or if not that, then that's that's enough. You're already sporting one wounded move, so yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, she's already yeah. She's, she's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, William, do you have a name for your character yet? Uh, Tado. To do and to how do. Spell that? Uh, you could spell it T apostrophe D A O. Um, she probably oh, she also go just by uh T if need right. be. And has Tado seen anything horrendous, or has she lived a sheltered financial manager life? Uh, so here's the thing. Um, okay, she tell me the thing. so this is like this is where I'm like okay, tell me this is like this isn't horrendous horrendous exactly. It is strange um, because she has no memory of it. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, to do that's uh, a great the, question. The, the very riptide that caught her in a situation. Um, she came. I don't say face to face. More like uh, mortal to enormous eye. Right. Um, in the waves, um, mm-hmm. and she has no memory of that. Um, or really aspects of herself before that but i can say uh before that she was curious about having a family but after that meeting she does not like children Uh, okay so i think i'm actually gonna be devious and say that because you do not remember it you it does not count okay but should anything happen to open that door you will immediately have a wounded move yeah, i was gonna say this is this is more for you yeah. than it is for anything yeah, thank else you. Like, thank no you this, this, this wow, is a... look at this look at this beautiful gun uh, yes. mantle yeah. from a fireplace look at this enormous thread attached to this person's psyche um so yeah strange oh william you shouldn't have i love it <laughs> oh it's okay she was born today i don't have 
to know. Why are you throwing that brick out the window? Where's it going? <laughs> Great. Okay. So those are all the like character creation things. And now we are ready to dive into the the situation. Mm. So it has been an amount of time since a a hotel sort of on the periphery of Lari collapsed. The Hotel Clarity had a sort of famous cave-in, although no uh, no staff or guests were reported to be harmed in that. It's sort of a miracle they all made it out. But that's distant past now. Today is a celebration day. Today you've gotten the day off school, Teddy, so you and all your classmates and your family, if they're relevant to the story, uh, have been given the day off. I think the first shot we get is this weather balloon drifting down from the sky and like blowing through, blowing on the wind. It's sort of an overcast day, but there is a large uh, parade about to happen. There's more security to avoid any more bodies and heads on sticks being uh, inserted into the parade. Uh, luckily, that doesn't seem to be happening right now. But it is the anniversary of the end of the previous age. It is a sort of like memorial of the the Larius who was bludgeoned to death it is also the sort of um it is also the day that ashley mentioned is the day that like the sea monsters get restless and like churn up the ocean mm. so it's like storm day um and it is also a sort of day celebrating everything Laurie has become in spite of it economically Laurie has been doing fairly well you know live wrestling <laughs> has injected its economy with some new entertainment more more tourists are coming here as evidenced by people like him, Laurie is like trying to be more visible in the world. Uh, and even though it's sort of cloudy, it's supposed to be a nice day. So, what are each of you doing at this on this holiday? Where do we? Where does the camera find you here in the Parliament District? Teddy is definitely in the crowd with his parents. Mm-hmm. He's brought a bucket from home, so when they throw candy <laughs> out. He has somewhere to put it. Yeah. Put that bucket in your inventory. Keep that bucket. (laughs) He did his uh, paper route this morning. That Mm. went fine. Mm. All right. You excited for the day, Ted? Yeah, he's excited. I mean, uh, parades are kind of boring, but he's jazzed for the candy. Teddy, your dad like ruffles your hair and says, sport, you want to get a better view? And like kneels down to let you like hop on his shoulders. And Teddy says, yeah, dad, let me up. All right, come on up, sport. And your mom's like, now, what What would your dad's name be? Is it Theodore? Is I don't know. Ted? That's, that's up Teddy to you. Jr.? No, uh, I, want it to, I want to keep it at three teddies. Okay, no more teddies. I gotcha, yeah. Uh, your, your mom says, Brad, be careful. You're going to break his arm. And you're, you're Brad the dad says, no, 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 he's fine. You're good up there, aren't you, son? Yeah, I already broke my arm once. Yeah, see, it's fine. <laughs> that arm's unbreakable now. Teddy's nine. I'm playing him like he's maybe six right now. I'll age him up. He's just excited. Um, Teddy broke his arm on his bike, on his paper route, actually. Oh, dang. Mm. Workplace hazard. Yeah, he got workers comp for that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. What, a quarter and a day off? Just kidding. That's against child labor laws. Yeah, well, in America. That's true. (laughs) Anyway, where's everybody else uh, around the, the festivities? So Simplicity, um, since she's been in the Parliament for, District for quite some time, I believe she's got a house pretty close to the parade route, and mm-hmm. so she's resting on her balcony, um, working on a cross stitch, um, and kind uh, of glancing out towards the sea. 
any particular pattern or thing you're cross stitching? Um, it's it's a small little. Uh, she, she's trying to embroider some of the baby clothes she's been working on. Mm. Um, it's a seagull and uh, of course uh, a sea monster. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say one thing that everyone sort of notices is that it is a it's cloudy, but there is not like an overabundance of wind, and also there are. It is a very light bird day. There are not a lot of gulls in the sky today. Sort of like pleasantly calm air and not a lot of calling going on. Tado and or M, what are y'all doing? Well, um, I would say this morning when Teddy did his route, M was not waiting because M is over at the church to kind of pay their respects and just kind of sit in the weird reverence of the day. Um, The murdered Larius is their grandfather. Mm -hmm. So um, though they never met, they've heard a bit about him and his uh, rather storied life. So it's, the the mood is a bit weird. They're they're feeling a little kind of unsettled today as they, you know, go there and feel like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Let's just sit and see what feels like the next thing to do. Valerius, mm-hmm. who I think we should remind listeners, is named Tristan Copernicus Vanderpool, uh, was his full uh, goal given name. Yes, the very same. Grandpa Tristan. Mm-hmm. But you're so you're just sort of like sort of stewing in the uncanniness of a day like this. Yeah, and and still being, you know, I think there's a a certain sense of feeling like, you know, a visitor in this place even though they've been in Laurie for, you know, a little while now, it still kind of feels uh like an other type of environment so it's you know it's like if you visit a foreign country for the first time and you're kind of you know walking around on your own there's a little bit of that kind of weird uh unsettling energy to it Mm -hmm. so since you're aware of the the strangeness of a day like this so m knows who their grandfather was right yeah, they they know mm-hmm. um you know what Tristan's role was with the church and and you know the significance of the church to this you know mm-hmm. this city. How how forthcoming are you about that knowledge, Em? Do you have has you told anyone else who your grandfather or even who your mom was? No, I don't think so. I don't think mm-hmm. unless That makes sense. Unless someone asks and it's like oh blue are you you know whatever i don't i don't mm-hmm. think they're forthcoming yeah, with that not a lot of people with that last name <laughs> exactly i don't think yeah. they're forthcoming about that at all that makes sense yeah uh so like where are you in the in the like dollhouse of this scene are you near the the parliament building or are you just like on a street are you like near a vendor or anything like that i think they're closer to like the church and or the statue of the seagull where they did the sacrifice Mm -hmm. afterwards so in that part of the downtown great cool and Tado, where are you where are you uh in your first scene uh Tado, um little annoyed um that she has the day off 
uh and she arranged her schedule uh her workout schedule to make sure that today is cheat day um so mm. she is here <laughs> trying to check out and also uh being not born from Laurie, she has she is interested in if there's ever a variety of of food vendors that show up to different festivals um mm. so she is on the lookout for uh any vendors of that sort uh although the parade is is sort of beginning um so many vendors are not serving food just yet um Mm -hmm. so she is but she is uh keeping track of what's where and what's going on so she's kind of roaming around it seems aimlessly um but uh she's definitely uh keeping track of on the prowl yes on the hunt for something (laughs) of of what stands are where whether they need food or drink there's a a coffee stand uh, or like several hot drinks there's like coffee cider some sort of special Lari tea. A vendor is like waving to people, trying to like get uh, get people to do to purchase something to like get their get their celebration day started right. There's like a younger, uh, like seventeen year old. There's like a college student working the thing. It's like clearly a family business. Like her mom is unloading some uh, like little baked goods onto a little tray. Uh, they're just sort of like they seem to be. They're the first thing you notice that is operational. Hey, are these for sale? Uh, absolutely. Afraid you can't be free. Then uh, can I get one? Uh, sure. What would you like? Uh, we have tea. We have cider. We have uh, just a couple different brews of coffee. Or are you uh, hungry? Yeah, give me a cider and one of uh, whatever these are. Uh, pointing to... Let's see. There's like a jelly-filled donut. There's like a little... Um, there's a, a, a sort of like a, a croissant, like a French toast looking croissant thing that's there. Um, and then there is also a sort of a, like an apple fritter looking thing to choose from. Which one have you pointed to? Uh, definitely the donut. Great. Yep. You get yourself a nice donut. Let's see. Okay. That'll be, uh, you know, four four seventy there. Uh, she's, she just kind of throws the money at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She like she's also a bored seventeen year old who would rather be mm-hmm. celebrating with her friends. Like, I gotta work today. I'd rather be in school. Um, but yeah, cool. And you take that. Uh, she takes a sip and a bite, and then she just kind of walks away, grimacing, and is like, "Yeah, four out of 10 mm-hmm. I was like, I think the 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 cider is like very flavorful, but it is colder than it should be. Mm. And I was like, I watched you pour this. How is this cold? <laughs> Mm. Or how is this like? How is this like already only warm? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like it's... it's like it's been set down for like half an hour before they gave it to you, which is not true. You watched it get poured, but still, that's how it feels. Oh no, the heater's just kicking on. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. On. First thing, yeah, that's the problem. You were too early. T, I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So the. Parade in earnest begins. It is sort of, it is, it is a very like stiff upper lip of a procession. Everyone is trying to be like optimistic, but it is still a day that is like celebrated with a bit of, of infamy and, and grim reverence. So it's like a weird tone for a parade to strike. There is candy. Teddy, you're getting lots of candy being thrown at you and anyone else, I guess who wants to, to catch it. Someone's like going through the crowd giving people ice cream bars dressed as a big ice cream. Here's the thing, not as a cone, 
just as a big ball of ice cream, just a big <laughs> sphere of strawberry ice cream. I will say that Teddy is not really picking up on the soberness of the event. Mm-hmm. Just like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> You're not alone. I think that that is the spirit of the younger generation here in Laurie. That's just like, it's it's the day. It's today. It's it's candy day. It's candy day. Yeah. That's all. That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> not, you know, the day of venner of remembrance and solemn reflection upon the... Uh, be it the martyrdom of Tristan Copernicus Vanderpool that's too long we call it candy day well the martyrdom or also it's the goal that tried to save the king right I'm trying to remember that's also there yeah that's also a thing I you know what they've been conflated at this point that is also part of this day's history whether that's true or not Mm -hmm. um you know how it goes yeah (laughs) why not just throw it all together there are like some floats that do like live music there are some floats that are just you know like big floats there's like lots of uh paper mache monstrosities over chicken wire there's like a huge sculpture of of so many sculptures of gulls it's it's very (laughs) it's like wow huh a big cross how original um (laughs) yeah Uh, there is one, you all see one, uh, like really stunning, uh, sculpture, not sculpture, float of like an angler fish that has like hydraulics, like moving the, the angler and moving the jaw. It's it's a cartoony one. It's not like a photorealistic angler fish. So it looks like if Pixar made one, uh, but it is, you know, this huge thing that looks like it's like swimming down the road, even as it is like clearly made of, of crepe paper. A lot of kids are like, ooh, ah, ooh, Teddy, your mom like goes to like cover your eyes thinking that it's too scary for you to see. Teddy says, stop it, mom. I can look. Yeah, he's nine. He's not four. And your mom's like, yeah, you're okay. Sorry. You're, you're okay. I just worry about you. There's lots of nasty things out there. I was about to say God, mom, but do they not have a God? Would they say I mean, that? They have the, the term God. <laughs> he says, seagulls, uh, mom. Gulls, mom. Yeah. yeah, that's what he says. He says, gulls, mom. And your dad says, watch that language. <laughs> Sorry. You say gum. Gum is the gosh to the God oh. of gulls. <laughs> gum, mom. I meant gum. I know you did, son. <laughs> And that's the kind of sharp world building you can't get anywhere else. <laughs> um, you're cross-stitching. You see all this happening. The the big floats, the big anglerfish float. Um, simplicity. Yes. You are, I think, the first person to like hear those like little drip drips of like the first drops of rain. It's not pouring, but like a, a drizzle is beginning. Uh, as it just sort of like does a little pitter patter on your uh, porch if you have a like a overhead um, what's the word a cover I guess awning yeah awning thank you I was like it can't be awning but it is awning <laughs> yeah um, she doesn't have a, an awning um, per se but mm-hmm. she she pulls out an umbrella because she saw that the the rain was coming in mm-hmm. and she just uh, lifts it over her head and peeks yeah. into the crowd. If she can catch sight of Teddy at all, she'll probably wave if he sees her, but otherwise... Uh, I think that can happen. Yeah, you, yeah, you see yeah. Teddy on Brad's shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I've got an extra umbrella, so if I see that they don't have one, I'll wave them over and try to hand it off to them. Yeah, no. Uh, your Teddy, your mother's name is... Let me. What's your last name again? Mo- Teddy's? Yeah. Montgomery. So it's Brad Montgomery, and Martha Montgomery is there. 
Martha says, Brad, did you pack the umbrella? Brett says, no, why? And then he feels the rain. He's like, oh, that's why. Uh, they do not have an umbrella. Brad! Oh, Martha! Oh, Simplicity! There you go, Simplicity's got us. And like he, he like starts walking while you're still on his shoulders. Uh, Teddy sort of like wobble. And, oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. And y'all are now trying to like find a way to cross the cross a parade road, which is always a daunting task. Uh, they're just ditching Martha? No, Martha's coming too. She's just not physically attached to one of them. <laughs> um, and with Teddy on uh, Brad's shoulders, it's actually pretty easy to hand it down to him from the balcony. Great. Um, <laughs> so just a quick handoff um, along with a little handful of candy. Mm-hmm. And as you're doing that, you see like several not several i was like two two like deacons of the gull church who are just sort of like have been just like standing and observing quietly have like turned to notice you and they are both just sort of like looking at this little interaction uh not saying anything but observing you simplicity simplicity nods to them um and makes a small goal um i think if there's a prayer hands it's like it comes to a prayer and then they fan out as if yeah. it's turning like into wings. Bird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, I make a nod, do a quick fan mm-hmm. and then wave to Teddy as they go back to enjoying the parade. They, they mirror your prayer fan, um, mm-hmm. you know, as, as one does. And then they just go back to their own business. Yeah. Teddy shouts. Wow. Thanks, Miss Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> you have fun, Teddy. Martha said, Martha mouths like, thank you. Man, Martha's so mean. Teddy's doing what he can. No, Martha just said that to simplicity. Martha's just like, thank you, I appreciate it. Oh, okay. I thought it was like kind of like snotty. No. Like, say the whole word. No, no, no. Thank you for pacifying my annoying kid. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Martha Montgomery, and I hate this kid. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, Her own son. That's not true. That's not true. Martha's chill. Um... But yeah, M, as yeah. you're just sort of hanging out, you also like come upon two uh, members of the cloth with their backs to you. Uh, and like one of them like turns uh, just because like they heard someone walking up and then they like turns to see you and says, oh, excuse us. Are we we're in the way? And they both like step to one side. Deferent. Uh, and not just in a polite way, in a way that like you immediately get the sense that this is like weirdly reverent. Interesting. Okay. Uh, they do like a little recognition head nod and kind of like tentatively step towards the opening, but not like fully inhabiting that open space. They're still kind of mm-hmm. like lingering back some. And I think, you know, from their blazer pocket, they've got a little pocket note pad and are just kind of taking, <laughs> taking in some of the sights and sounds of, mm-hmm. you know, how everybody's comporting themselves. Yeah. Speaking of the sounds, you hear both of them like muttering, like repeating a short little prayer uh, like, and he maketh us soar on wings of uh, virtue and he maketh us a nest of uh, good deeds and good praise and stuff like that. Uh, Just they are repeating this little teeny tiny uh, prayer to themselves. I'm writing all that shit down. There you go. Going in the book. (laughs) Going right in the book. Ugh, writers. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a tangent, but have y'all seen the shit about the lady who sold a kidney? The just kidney? To, like, 
kidney yeah. lady. Yeah. Of course and then I have. another writer ripped that off and put it in a short story. Yep. No. What? It's this big oh New York Times article. It's called Bad Art Friend. Uh, it takes probably 30 to 40 minutes to read. It's super long. Their editor should have yeah. trimmed that. But I, it's worth the read, I think. It's very This one dramatic. has it all. It's got a white lady giving a kidney and pretending to be superior. It's got artists <laughs> ripping off people's lives. It's got bitchy group chats. That are yeah. subpoenaed in legal cases. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. A true gift. True modern epic. Okay, good. Yeah. There I is like, a right side to be on, but they're both bad. Mistakes were made. I will say, though... M's like style of writing would be considered so genreed that perhaps they are not, um, you know, they're not a Sally Rooney or anything like that. Right. Are you, I was going to ask this: Are you like an <laughs> Ursula K. Le Guin or are you like yeah. a Madeline Langle? Definitely more in that sphere, like an Octavia Butler kind of. Okay. Kind of like like you said, like speculative, like fantasy stuff. Yeah, definitely a bit more weird than palatable, but still Mm -hmm. able to be popular, though. You know, I think. Well, I don't. I don't know if they're popular in Laurie, but certainly outside of Laurie, elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, they are. Do you? Do you? And this is very much putting you on the spot. But do you have like any names for their books off the top of the dome? Yeah, they're they're uh, best known for their Sapphire trilogy. Cool. Which yeah, I uh, believe that. I believe there's books called a Sapphire trilogy. You know, uh, which is uh, comprised of uh, the Ruby Vortex, the Diamond Chasm, and the citrine desert not not off the top of my head at all yeah perfect i i want i can only imagine the like people speculating on the third book's name it's like the opal crevasse the <laughs> yeah you got a bunch of bookies Emerald out Sinkhole. there <laughs> yeah like what's the over under and what the name's gonna be yeah um, and then you swerve them and it's a desert. And they're like, damn it, we never were going to get that. Yeah. Well, thank you, Em. I'd, I'd read those. Yeah. Um, I'd read those over a summer for sure. They uh, got some cool, like, they're, they're, I'm imagining them to be kind of like a series of unfortunate events type book where they have got really cool, like, illustration inserts, either for yeah. every chapter, but then also in the middle of the book, you've got like a few like photo paper, actual colored type things that are a bit more like graphic novel style illustration. They're pretty cool. This one's sick as hell. I want to read yeah. that. <laughs> I want to read those right now. But yeah. Oh, cool. Sorry well, As y'all are all... <laughs> no, not at all. This is important. The people need to know what kind of fantasy books are in our silly world full of sea monsters. Um... But yeah, as we're all doing this, there is like a tremendous splash uh, down on the coast that like travels all the way up to Parliament, the Parliament District. Mm. Just like a very loud like splashing sound, like something that's just like, not like smashed into the water, because it's definitely something, it's like it's a sea monster doing something sea monstery. So there's like a splash like of it like breaching from underneath 
uh, and then like slapping back down like a whale would do um and then there are just these like not sirens but there is just this like low droning like uh playing throughout the whole city as you hear like a voice say uh dangerous sea creature activity anticipated please proceed to the nearest shelter please proceed to the nearest shelter um yeah as you were all suddenly as the parade is abruptly like canned and you were all sort of like led uh in a certainly could be more organized crowd um away uh simplicity it's also like please do not stay in your homes please come to a designated shelter uh do teddy not stay in your homes. teddy would like to try to jump off his dad's shoulders and run down to the beach okay because <laughs> he's a little kid sure all right let me check some moves really quickly <laughs> hey take a risk okay what's that plus so, so let's see tough if it requires physical power or resilience quick if it requires quick decisive action I want to say this is quick. You're being just a little rascal and running away. Okay, so it's 2d6s? 2d6 plus quick. I got an 8. All right. On a 7 and 9, there's a complication. The GM will give you a tough choice. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so I think you hop down off your dad's shoulder. Easily, that's fine. But as you, like, are running down the beach, your mom, like, reaches out after you and, like, trips and, like, pretty clearly has, like, sprained her ankle. She's like, ah, damn it! Ah, darn it! Um, so you hear that as you're running toward the beach. Do you turn back or do you let your mom just? Teddy just calls behind him and says, "Sorry, mom, I'll be right back. I gotta see." No, Teddy, Brad, go get him! But like, Brad's checking on Martha, and by the time he like looks up, you are already uh, going away. (laughs) Man, I wonder if Teddy's gonna die right here. People that have. (laughs) Immediately filled the gap as they're getting shooed to, you know, other places. Uh, you are now, congratulations, Teddy. You are separated from your parents. Yeah. The adventure we'll begins. see if we see them again in this game. Yeah, who knows? Woo-hoo. That might be a series wrap on Brad and Martha. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Teddy, you're running to the beach. What is everyone else doing? So, I think um, as the sirens go and as the speakers go over, a momentary distraction. She glances back towards the shores, um, Simplicity does, because she's still sort of hoping her husband will come back. Um, And she sees that Teddy is running and separate from his family. So, she's got a bit of a maternal instinct to be like, well, I see (laughs) where he's going. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You are in pursuit. Uh, cool, good. That is, I don't think that needs a, a role since you're not like dealing with obstacles. You're just chasing, and you're also an adult, and Teddy is nine, so <laughs> they can let that ride. What are Tado and M up to as you're being uh, sort of like hustled along into the Parliament Building, which is like the nearest shelter? Oh, Tado is absolutely taking some steps toward the toward the shore. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all are all sort of. <laughs> Doesn't don't even uh, register Teddy. She's just like, all right. Unrelated to the kid. Yeah. Yeah, so is M. They do kind of like a really smooth, like, uh, you know, disappear into the kind of flow of things, walking mm-hmm. along the shadows and being like, I'm just going to scoot down there as inconspicuously as possible. So I, I buy Teddy being a child running down and i buy simplicity running after this kid she cares about what is what is motivating the two of you to like want to go to the beach right now 
I think is it just curiosity? Is it something more? Yeah, what were you saying, Kelsey? Yeah, I think it's predominantly curiosity, but I think too, um, M specifically has not spent too much time on the coast or really, you know, in that part of the city that I think, you know, hearing, hearing something like that. And I don't know if they necessarily recognize like the sound of being somewhat commonplace. Like, I don't know how familiar they are too with like this day being the day out of the year that the monsters are a bit more active and that kind of a thing too. So I think it is a bit more like, Oh, this is, unusual um, and i'll say this is unusual even for like Tado and simplicity who have spent more time in lari uh this has only happened like in memory this is the sirens have gone off once before twice before once as a test and once as a like precautionary measure but they were turned off before you even got to a shelter they were like nope it's fine false alarm this is this is an outlier for for sure for everybody yeah, so I think, you know, for M, it's more of like a what's going on kind of a thing. I definitely think there's a degree of trepidation, though, as yeah. well. But there's also a I degree don't... of, like, there's something very, like, Greek drama of, like, I'm being drawn to this place. <laughs> uh, something in my blood compels me. Yeah, and it's... And it's unnerving to them like they do they don't mm-hmm. like feeling this way but sure, who would? are kind of like well maybe if i just figure out why then i'll stop and i can move on with my life mm-hmm. spoken like a character in a horror story <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh william what's what's pulling to to the coast uh because to has her uh estranged faith uh mm-hmm where things like the sea monsters uh, cu- uh, are make her more curious than the the lore of the goals. Um, so she's more removed from the faith. Uh, but also, uh, may or may not have an unnatural pull because she, uh, oh, yeah, she did thing. encounter an, yeah. a thing and that mm-hmm. may have a thing over her, and who knows. Yeah. Um, but she's going about it as, you know, it's not like she like gets kicked into the trance or anything. She just, like, sure. is very curious what's going over there. And even if she's going through a crowd, um, whereas M is kind of sticking to the shadows, uh, T uh, is uh, very much a, a, a bro musclehead. I'll say sure. that uh, she she's like I have muscles and I am invincible. Um, so she doesn't really. She is actually like, not shoving people, but very much like moving people out of her Just way. Through, yeah, as, move or be moved as yeah. she's going. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I think we get, like, as you're pushing through this crowd, like, we, the viewer, get, like, a flash, like, a frame of the shot of, like, her underwater staring at whatever she saw. Uh, And then it just keeps going. That's something for for viewers at home to pause on. That's on Twitter within moments of this episode going here. Uh, But, you know, that's that's how it goes. It's a secret tool that will help us later. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Great. As you are going, I think Teddy... Just as simplicity, as you catch up with Teddy, some soldiers like emerge. They don't have like guns pointed at you. They got guns on their backs. This is, I think, happening to all four of you. Um, soldiers being like, "Please go to a shelter. This way is not safe." Um, how would y'all like to? Why don't everybody roll, take a risk, and then tell me like what your 
approach is because I think today you're probably rolling plus tough if you're just gonna like muscle your way past them and then what does everyone else think you're doing if it's quick sharp or steady well um actually because I have a wounded version of to take a risk um, uh-huh. do I need to roll first before yes I... yes you do right. and I need a review of how this mechanic works because I'm supposed to roll minus... towards the on page um wounded take a risk wounded suffer harm wounded take a risk yeah so roll your d6 and then we'll see what it uh what it says and just one d6 just just one d6 because there's six okay. options yeah all right all right i gotta get rid of one get out of here get out of here <laughs> yeah all right we don't all want right. you <laughs> yeah just one d6 all right and go got a six six oh that's the good one um, when you attempt something risky, roll. The GM may tell you to add a quick plus one if it requires quick decisive action. Yeah, your you know, uh, your parental you know energies kick in, uh, and it is as though if this were like if Teddy were under a bus, we're in a car crash, you would be able to lift the car off of him right now. Um, yeah, roll plus plus one or plus quick, whatever your quick is, plus one additional point um, for you specifically. All right, so... Your quick is zero, so just roll plus one. 2d6 plus one. Okay, 2d6 plus one. Oh, I gotta add that dice back. Get out of here. Yeah, welcome back. All right, there we go. And three, two, one. We've got a... a, Dang it, I set it down and it rolled again. I've got a nine. Okay, so on a seven to nine, there's a complication. The GM will give you a tough choice. Okay, so you can just honestly, Teddy, you won't even need to roll. You can just scoop Teddy and and go past them, but then the soldiers will be mad at you, and you will like be like, uh, "I got a pregnant woman and a child," uh, going like blah 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 blah. Or you can stay and try to negotiate with them right here, right now. Uh, that's your that's your choice. Well, I mean, negotiating with them to go back because I think we are. Yeah, yeah I'm picking I, this kid up. Yeah, all right. Yeah, go. All right, you're <laughs> yeah. you're, you're on the land. So, Teddy, uh, simplicity scoops you up and dashes past this soldier. How's that feel? Where? So we're dashing to the beach or away from the beach? I assumed to the beach. Cat, is that? Fair oh, to say? dang! Really? Because I oh, I was never mind. Tell me what Teddy you're doing. Going down here. My... I was going to. Oh yeah, you're catching him to take him away. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen sea monsters close up before. I don't want this kid okay. getting anywhere near one. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Great. So you're okay. Then never mind. You're being pulled away from the beach, Teddy. Uh, Tay says, "What? No, I want to see what's going on." And he tries to wriggle away. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, is there any way I can add a small complication to this? Just sort of. Sure. Yeah. You can all always right. make things more complicated. <laughs> All right, she's lived in Lari her whole life. There's mm-hmm. a secret passage to the other side of the beach. <laughs> okay, yeah, why not? Yeah. It's so, finale time, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'm doing it. Yeah. You just, like, rush through. Yeah, how, show me the secret passage. All right, so it's actually... So Teddy's fighting with me the whole way, and I'm just going to whisper him. Simplicity is going to tell him, hold on, we'll get there. Um... And I walk up the stairs to the left, and there's a sewage sewage cover. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, a manhole? Yeah, yeah, there's a manhole cover. So she just sort of pries it up a little bit, scoots it over. And once you go down the ladder, there's actually a pathway leading right through oh. yeah, along the drainage. <laughs> a, a dummy manhole. <laughs> 
No well, one would suspect a, the manhole covers. It's a sewer, but there's a okay. walkable area with it. Okay, so there is still, yeah. like, I thought it was just, like, a, a decoy that actually just led to a passage. But if it's an actual sewer thing, then that's also good. So, Teddy, welcome to the sewers. Yeah, hey, welcome, kid. Whoa, i never been down here before. A rat scurries across your path. Ah, a new pet. <laughs> Leave that the alone. Rat, the rat stops and is like, new owner? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> His little rat eyes light up. Oh. Um, and Simplicity pulls out um, some kind of light. I guess it would have to be a candle or something, but it doesn't have to be. We have Playstations now. Yeah, you, um, you could have a cell phone. It could be a weird... It follows clamshell phone. It can be whatever you want. <laughs> Let's go with clamshell. Yeah, yeah I pull out okay. my clamshell light, turn it on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, after we, I climb down first, and then um, I bring Teddy down, and he sees Rat. Yes, we're back to where we are. Great, um, here we go. Yeah, we Great. move through the passage. And as y'all move through the sewers. Uh, M and Tado, how are y'all getting around your uh, soldiers that are cutting you off? Uh, I think if I had to do take a risk, it'd be quick. Mm-hmm. I would roll with. Also quick. Okay, yeah. so go ahead and do that. Alright, 2d6. Okay, well that's plus a 7. Oh no, wait, okay, plus so there's 1. Also gonna be... That's an 8. Not that it matters. Alright, so yeah, still a 7 <laughs> and 9, but let the record show. <laughs> it was better than a 7. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's a complication. So yeah, hmm. I think you're getting a different complication. Um. And I think that the complication is, as you, like, juke this uh, soldier, the soldier just goes, Blue, get back here. Oh. M literally stops in their tracks and just, like, whips their head around. And it's like, excuse me? We can't afford for you to get hurt. You need to follow me. I think I'll be fine. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go all the way down there. I just want to take a look. You can watch me the whole time. I will. It's. I'm not going to do it. I'll follow any- you and you let me know when you're ready to go. Great. Just, I'm not going to do anything crazy. Just going to go take a look. Good. Okay. Okay. So this soldier is just following you <laughs> as you go. Great. You have a security detail. Great. Uh, yeah. Tado, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, did I say stop shoving? Fair enough. Uh, roll plus tough. To do the tank. Cool. Uh, so it was a five, uh, but mm. plus two tough makes it a seven. Okay, there you go. There's that min max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So paint a picture for me. Do you just like knock this sucker over? <laughs> do you just lay them out? Uh, no. Uh, so what I imagine is uh, she's like shoving through um and the soldier is kind of like you know getting in the way to like n- to, to stop her and she like keeps pushing past them and like brings them with her okay <laughs> well if you're gonna have to you know you have to accompany me then you're coming with me fine okay so you sort of taken a hostage here i see the opposite of what i what i just yeah did. exactly y'all are in inverse <laughs> situations so yeah, that soldier is like requesting backup, have a hostile refusing orders. Not refusing orders, I'm with you. You're not listening to orders. But I'm with a soldier. I am safe. Oh, God, this is not safe. We're not safe here. Well then you're with me, so you're safe. Mm. 
if you feel unsafe, you can give me your gun and go. Roll. <laughs> hmm. There's no like persuasion move here. Um. Intimate. Yeah. So I think this person is like that's. Ah, listen, I don't even think that's enough. Huh? Hmm. So we've sort of split into two parties because I think you to know see him just like off with also a, a soldier. I think this is where we see that like their costumes, their uniforms, excuse me, are subtly different. Like the, the color is wrong. Um, on the soldier that bothered you to know and bothered simplicity and Teddy, the, it's like a certain like olive green color. And the one that bothered that is bothering still him is like a slight shade lighter, uh, to the point that it's like unless you're looking for it, it's whatever. But it's very clear having them two right next to each other that one of them is is wearing uh, a, a counterfeit uniform. Uh, also, something else happens uh, as you're down here. You see as you like emerge from the sewers. Uh, bu- 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 simplicity and Teddy, you feel like a nice spray of like sea air, that like salty wind hitting both mm-hmm. your faces. Um, and then you look and so Teddy, have you been to the beach much? Teddy, do you go to the beach? Do you go to the coast? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I think no, actually. I think that Teddy's mm. parents don't really let him go to the beach alone. Sure, and they don't really go. Mm-hmm. Which I think so you... compounded his excitement to see a sea monster because he's never yeah. seen one before. Mm-hmm. So great. Thank you. That's perfect. So Teddy, you see a beach. It's nice and sandy. The The water is pretty rough. There's some rough waves going on. And you can see like every now and then like a big fin will pop out of the water. But that's just the that's just sea monster day, folks. Simplicity. Yes. The coast is a community. There's supposed to be a community here. Mm-hmm. It has completely disappeared. It is just... And the ocean feels closer. It is like someone has, like, on a Photoshop layer, dragged the ocean layer over the coastal community layer. And it's just gone. Wait, you mean... Uh, so, like, were there buildings that are now covered? There were, there were like, whole... There was, like, sort of a rope city, like, wooden structure of a bunch of, like, piers and planks. Uh, all gone. just And not even destroyed, just like like they were never built. Um, so Simplicity takes this in and makes sure to, like, um, sort of keep her hand on the shoulder of Teddy as he gets excited mm-hmm. about seeing the beach. Um, and just sort of uh, murmurs without letting on exactly what's wrong. Stay close to me, all right? Yeah, yeah, whatever. And he, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he like cranes his neck to try to see more of the sea monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, like a tentacle, like whip through the water as though it's waving, and he's yeah. and Teddy's waving back. He's like, "Hey, uh, hey!" Hmm. <laughs> Cute. Like, really? It, it's sorry. She just sort of sighs, but um, yeah. tries to <laughs> respect and appreciate this moment she can share with. Yeah, him. <laughs> the weird majesty of this. Oh. Um, Tado, M, and your respective soldiers. Uh, y'all also see something. You, you also notice that, hey, there ain't no damn where'd the coast go. Um, one time when my family was vacationing in Myrtle Beach, we were very lost looking for a hotel. And my father, who was driving, was like getting very cross and unable to find where we were supposed to go. And he looks over to the side, sees the ocean, 
and goes, they move the damn ocean. <laughs> How they move the damn ocean. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's just something I think about. That's <laughs> like, great. What do you mean? We're just driving the wrong way. <laughs> hey, to, to each their own. Who knows? Uh, but someone has moved the damn ocean. <laughs> uh, they've moved it up uh, in, a, in an impossible way. Uh, you also see sort of like swimming is technically correct uh, in this light rain that's going on. A uh, hmm. In Animal Crossing, they're called zebra turkey fish. I believe in real life they're called lionfish. Mm. So like a big one or just a normal lionfish? Ooh, a big one. Okay, a big how, one. Real big one. How big is big? Like, uh, the size of a Kia Soul. <laughs> okay. I was going to say size of a cat. No. Okay. Size of a Kia Soul. Great. So so big by any metric. <laughs> Just like gliding through the air, just like swimming through the rainy air. It does not notice you. It is just sort of like with its big uh, button eyes devoid of any like discernible emotion. It is just sort of gliding through the air. And the soldiers (laughs) with each of you like say just like immediately droop and just like stare at these things. Uh, I need everybody, not everybody. I need the two of you to roll to uh, keep it together. When you are confronted by the horrendous, supernatural, or mind-shattering, roll plus steady. And then let's find out what you do after you roll. <laughs> I'm wounded. Take it. Keep it together. And oh, I'm, don't a, say. And I'm a minus one. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, so let's... William, go ahead and roll that. Kelsey, yeah. roll 1d6 to tell me which version of keep it together you roll. Damn, that'd have been a nice roll if I wasn't unsteady. Uh... So I got a three. Okay. So go ahead and roll 2d6 plus steady then to tell me what your version is. I have no steady. Great. That's a seven. Okay, on a seven. Decrease your steady by one until you leave here. Great, minus one. Great, so yeah. Bad news. Oh, that's not good. You don't want that. (laughs) No. That ain't right at all. Um... Okay, and then William, what did you get? Uh, I got a 10, but a minus one is a 9. Okay, so... Keeping it together. On a 7 to 9, you choose one... You choose what you do from the list below. Scream and panic. Lash out violently. Beg and plead. Curl up and shut down. No matter the roll, take minus one to keep it together until you have a few hours to calm down. So you're... Steady is now... Oh, no, it's just to keep it together. But keep that in mind that you now have to... uh, Keeping it together will be increasingly fraught for you going forward. Wonderful. Great. Uh, So do you scream scream and panic, lash out violently, beg and plead, or curl up and shut down? Oh, we're lashing out violently. (laughs) Who'd have thunk? Who could have foreseen? (laughs) Who could have foreseen the financial manager who is married to the gym... And who acts like an entitled uh, shit? Is, yeah. So how do you lash out violently? I think you've this soldier is com- caught completely flat-footed. They are completely just staring at this big fish in the sky. Bad for them because they don't see my fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, yep, just like deck them not once but twice. Okay. In uh, a bit of a frenzy. And how is it, so how are you feeling doing this? Is this like a fugue state or are you just like, I need to get out of here and you're going to hold me back? Or like, what is motivating the, how does the big fish lead to this? 
uh, it's a little, it's it's frenzied, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very, uh, these are not measured punches. Sure. They're like thrashing haymakers, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I have taken him hostage. Uh, <laughs> this one doesn't work out well for hostages. This is just, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, this is almost like a scenario of like, uh, I'm drowning. Save me from drowning. Uh, stop yeah. hitting me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of that, except it, it's weirder because he was the one in uh, under duress, yeah. not not me. Uh, but yeah. So he's down. He's, yeah, he's down and out. Like bloody, bloody nose, bloody face. Maybe a few teeth are gone. Uh, he has a gun. Yeah, he do. <laughs> Uh, do he? Not no more, he don't. Yeah, now he don't. Uh, 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 plus one military rifle to your inventory. I I think M, in addition Hey, to you see this happening, M. You hear just, freak. like, someone just go, yeah. and just, like, yeah. Yeah, no, I think M seeing that act of physical violence in addition to the giant fish is just like, mm-hmm. all right, fuck, we got to get out of here. And like literally starts like yeah. booking it back towards the parliament district. Mm-hmm. They're not here for that. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, and your soldier person just like tugs on your arm and the two of you are heading back to parliament. Um, what are you doing with your new gun, Tado? Uh, pointing it straight at the lionfish. <laughs> oh, word! What do you, what do you, what do you think she's doing? Who boys? <laughs> okay. Let's Did I see say here. she has zero sharp? She has zero sharp. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, so this is another take a risk tough. <laughs> I didn't say she shoots. I just said she points it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the the fish just sort of glides by, not paying attention to you. Like, she, yeah, like, uh, Tado is, like, I am, like, ready for this thing to, like, come at me. Like, it's, like, oh, God, it's here. Uh, oh, God, I got a gun. Yeah. Uh, and nothing is, yeah. nothing is happening. It just, it glides right by. It is, like, like a cow, just sort of, like, docilely minding its business. Um, there is a peal of lightning uh, that, like, illuminates the sky, and you see... And now I think everyone sees, so Teddy and um, Simplicity, y'all go ahead and also roll to keep it together, which is plus Teddy. Now. <laughs> uh, as you see more fish, there's like a sunfish just in the in the air. There's a long, um, like a sea snake. There's just, all these creatures are just sort of chilling in the air. Well, Teddy rolled a six with a seven, oh, but he's got negative buddy. one steady. Okay. Well, uh, you now have wounded. Keep it together. So, congratulations. Great. <laughs> I didn't have any record. wounded things. So that yeah. So you're you're just catching up. It's okay. And simplicity has rolled a six, but uh, I've got one on steady. So seven. Okay, that's a seven. So you both now take minus one to further keep it together rolls. So mm-hmm. that's true for I think everyone right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Because it's tough when you see a, a parade of a different stripe happening above you like this. No candy this time. Yeah. Mm. No, they are not Yet. throwing candy. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, you never know. Oh, my God. A oh, sea yeah. crab starts throwing Milky Way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that pinatas. does not happen. Yeah, God, if only. Well, in a sense, 
Oh God, no! If you no! have a sort of rule, if you have a sort of rules agnostic view of what candy is, yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Sushi is a form of candy if you My think God. about it. True. True. All right. So when when both Simplicity and Teddy notice it and get a little bit disturbed by the giant mm-hmm. flying fish, though, I think she yeah. will sort of tap on his shoulder and just check in, like, "Hey, you want to go back into the sewer?" Well, so you rolled a what'd you roll again? Like a seven to nine? What was your uh, roll again? Oh, uh, mine was a seven with the plus Great. one. Great, so you, you get to choose from the list of scream and panic, lash out violently, beg and plead, or curl up and shut down. Um, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna default to begging and pleading that we go back into yeah. the, behind the wrought iron gate of the mm-hmm. sewer, um, entrance. And I have bad so, news, Teddy. Please. With a six, I choose what you do. Yay! Uh, and I think you are going to uh, scream in panic. I think you just like <laughs> force yourself out of Simplicity's arms and are like running back down the sewer. Oh, Separated hey, well, again. at least it's back down the sewer, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, it took you, very little yeah. begging for me to get that outcome. Yeah. But I'm really happy about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Teddy is running full tilt down the sewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simplicity follows. And Once again, you must chase this, this child. Yeah. <sighs> So we have three people heading back where we came. Uh, Tadao, are you, Tadao, are you still keeping this thing in your sights? Yeah, Tadao is now like frozen. Uh, if she if she could do it again, she if she could curl up and shut down, she would. But she has a gun, um, and so yeah. she's the gun is keeping her stable, which is not a don't. That's a bad, big bad right now. Um, but yeah. So for everyone else, the trip back is fairly easy because it's much quicker than the trip here was. Um, as though right. the the path is like accordioned back in, you get back to Parliament much faster than you should have. And the same goes for Simplicity and Teddy. You get to like the ladder up way quicker than the path here. Mm. No rat to be seen. No. Well, great. Time to go back He's up. He's probably fine. He's just not here. Yeah. <laughs> you go back up. And the buildings are older. They are of like an older architectural now. style. All we now, did not, was go through the yeah. sewers. <laughs> not all of them. Some of them are the same. You see, like like simplicity. Your house is the same, but it's next to a building that looks like several, like twenty or thirty years older. Um, like made of different material, made of different uh, like bricks, as opposed to like the more modern stone or whatever it is for Lari right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it is just like suddenly elements of the city are are looking older. And in each of these older houses, there are just like huge displays of, of flowers. There are like ver- verdant gardens and really brightly potted plants on every building that wasn't here a few minutes ago. I think as, as Simplicity um, tries to direct Teddy towards the Parliament building and notices all of this, with her family mm-hmm. having lived here for generations, she knows exactly where these flowers are from, like the area yeah. to which they belong mm-hmm. and the buildings that she's seeing. Yeah, this is, you You can surmise, uh, you know, if this were D&D, like your perception check would be successful. Like this is like the flower age is, is being like, is popping back up. Mm-hmm. Like old... Like previous paint under wallpaper, it is like reemerging as something is like pulling the the present era off. Mm-hmm. The soldier says to you, "Em, we need to get to safety," uh, and like extends a hand and says, "Let me take you where you need to be." 
Great. I, I take their hand and I ask them what is going on. Um, the age is finishing. The map makers are prepping the next age. Okay, and... Yeah. <laughs> it says it like it makes all the sense in the world. Great. Uh, I mean, I think they just say, okay, um... So are we going to the capital? Um, who? Yes. Who? Who has? Uh, who? Who's come up with this plan? Who's in charge? The map makers. The map makers. The, the map makers. Okay. Like does not get what you're so confused by. Just yeah, it's the map makers. Okay. Map makers. Um. Okay. Um. M M M follows them. Mm-hmm. furiously Perfect. trying to rack their uh, brain for some sort of <laughs> dictionary entry that is map makers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the map makers. Uh, and Tado, on the beach, more and more sea creatures are like just floating through the air. They are getting less uh, of our world. The, the sea monsters are more coming out now. You see, like, brightly colored, impossibly long fish. You see, like, a sea turtle, but with, like, eight flippers. Um, you see, yeah, they're getting larger and they're getting more... Uh, they're straining credulity with every <laughs> new new wave that comes out. And uh, oh. you hear, like, a footstep in the sand behind you and a voice says... If you're not careful with that, someone's liable to get hurt. It is an old voice. It is the oldest voice you've ever heard. Uh, who who like could, it be? could it be? Could it be someone we know? <laughs> I don't know. Why don't we, let's see if Tado turns around. Barely, or not. <laughs> with, with barely, barely the words leaving um, the this great old one's uh, lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tado turns around and there's a there's a barrel on him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised you don't start blasting. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is an old man uh, in his like seventies, by the look of it. And who would be seventy? Sort of a who would be seventy? Face, sort of a kind face. Uh, who sort of could it be? By age, holding a cane with a like uh, like a sunflower topper. Um, he says, "Now let's put that down." And his name is. My name is Percival Jones. Yeah! 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 He made it back anyway. He's here. <laughs> and I think that's where we'll end the first part of the finale. Uh, oh where can we find you online, Catley? Hi, I'm Catley Hong, and you can find me online at K-A-T-L-Y-H-O-N-G dot com. Still haven't updated it yet, but maybe. Maybe I maybe. will sometime. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, who comes next? Uh, William, where are you online? Uh, hey, it's me, William. Uh, still no social links, really. Uh, getting them, though. Uh, but did post a new comic up on tapas.io. Uh, I will also get them up on Webtoon when they stop making me jump through hoops. Who knows when that'll be? Uh, when lionfish fly, maybe. Uh, but also... (laughs) Well, great news. um, (laughs) But also, uh, got a new play exchange page, so go look for me under NPX, because there's some stuff about lots of things, like wrestling. Uh, yeah. Also, my username is Sosofellow, so not my real name. If, 
if you enjoy the 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 shenanigans we get up to on this show, Williams plays are are full of that same level of like imagination and vivid characters and very cool names. So please check his plays out. I don't make them all up on the spot, I promise. <laughs> Just the lucky ones. Uh, Brooke, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at TheBrookeSmith. And Kelsey, where can people find you online? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsey Woods. Um, Kelsey as in K-E-L-S-E-A to fit with our beautiful oceanic monster town. <laughs> the Kelsey. The Kelsey of Laurie. That's me. And you can... <laughs> That's her. That's her. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. And you can find me on Twitter at Ryan with Cheese, on Instagram at RaiRaiBooGuy. I should probably unify those at some point. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram as BlankCityPod. Feel free to send us an email at BlankCityPod at gmail.com. After we finish the finale, we'll be doing a sort of postmortem with hopefully everybody to sort of answer questions and talk about how we thought it went. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. We would love to have some listener questions thrown into the mix. So please do that. Uh, thank you to Audiomint for hosting us. Please also enjoy the rest of the Audiomint suite of shows like Yaoi Reddit or Nation of Animation or Wrestling History 101. All their great shows by great funny people. And thank you to Jacob Minky for our show theme and Corey Drennan for our art. And until next time, for likely the final time, follow the follow girls. The girls. Follow the lionfish. Follow the What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.